What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Overachievers Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Vash. Uh, Dami is sore or not here, or he got hit by a bus, or by a bus, I mean by another guy on a mat yesterday on our Saturday. We're recording Sunday. So with us this week is Chef Crondo, back from our MSF Insider edition of our podcast. If you, don't have, if you haven't checked that episode out, go check it out now. It's pretty cool. But uh, Chef is with us this week to talk all things video games because uh in that episode we learned that he also loves video games as much as we do so we invited him back to come be a part of our regular scheduled podcast what's up chef yes sir what's going on man not much just uh uh waking up a little too late this morning i think i woke up at like 8 58 and when we talked when we said we were going to do this at nine and you're like hey i'm ready to go i'm like uh shit Nice. Getting some coffee. I'll be right there. <laughs> Speaking of gaming, it was I was up early because I stayed up late playing Bloodborne and I woke up wanting to play it before we started today. Oh, that's awesome. What do you think about Bloodborne? I love that game. I think it's so Dark Souls 2. I've started two months ago and that's the first Soulsborne game I ever played in my life. And I love it, right? Like, like going up there, top five games I ever played in my life. But Bloodborne is like, it's like Dark Souls on crack. Yeah. With, with amazing art style and it's gory it's eerie it's creepy it's I, I, it's awesome dude i can't wait to play more of it <laughs> yeah uh, and it's a playstation exclusive like you can't get it anywhere else yeah and dude I, you know the thing i think is great about this is you know you got all these blockbuster titles coming out there's 60 bucks like for example i'm gonna throw anthem out there because anthem's one of the most disappointing games i've spent 60 bucks on in my life or mm-hmm. fallout 76 and I think about that, and then I think about how I spent 18 bucks on Dark Souls Scholar of the First Sin, and I've logged like, like I've already logged in like 60, 70 hours on it, and I've still got more to go. And I don't know, it's just indicative of quality gaming. Yeah, it's it's crazy how that all works, and especially since Dark Souls been out has been out for you know 10 years at this point, or that saga <laughs> has started. It's crazy how that like it spawned a thing. And I know we talked about it in a previous episode about the surge. I don't know if you've ever played the surge, but the surge is like a uh, it, it's like a techno, uh, like a tech version of Dark Souls on which like you're a guy who's in like a mech suit, kind of like Exo Squad from back in the day. And, uh, you know, you're you're fighting other people, you know, in that Dark Souls style. But the cool thing about the surge is like everyone's got like armor and you can find different armor off of different people. But like you can like target people's like limbs like you know their chest piece their their arm their leg their head their weapon if you want that weapon or that armor piece you just have to you know target it attack it and it'll drop like you can cut it off and take the armor piece and go and they just came out with the search two and i'm very excited to play that but as we uh as we are adults well some of us are adults i'm adult i don't know about yourself no but, i'm not uh, an adult uh i don't have time to play video games so right now i'm just uh <laughs> When we get into what we're playing section, I'll, we'll talk about that. So I'm a little bit behind on the what's new and everything like that. But I'm very much looking forward to The Surge 2, and I'll probably stream that a bit because that's one of my favorite games. I love it's the Soul series, but fuck Sekiro. <laughs> so I have a buddy of mine. He, he has not played a single one, and I was telling about Dark Souls. So I'm like, yeah, go out and you know try like Dark Souls 1 or 2 maybe. And he goes out and buys Sekiro. I'm like, dude. You literally bought the hardest one of the entire series, like the most fast paced technical one. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I've actually heard that Sekiro was like not 
as good as people thought it was going to be. Like the gameplay was good, but the replayability of it is not good. I don't know. I I guess like the general speedrun community does not like it, which is weird to me. I guess like I mean, if your friend's starting off of that game, it's probably better off because that is a totally different mechanics than the rest of the Dark Souls series. Because it, it it wants you to run up, be engaged in your enemies, and parry. I could not for the life of me parry. Like you know, I was used to. <laughs> Well, you're used to blocking or dodging, dodge rolling. Right. They don't they don't like you to dodge roll in that game. But like after you play ten years of a game style and you're used to it, like it's just it becomes like just you just become in that, you know, set in that way of doing it. It's just interesting. But uh yeah, I'm although Bloodborne is different because you parry with the pistol, which is yeah, pretty, which is pretty rad. I like that concept a lot. So I'm curious for Dark Souls or I'm sorry, um Bloodborne two whenever when that's coming up. I got to see, I got to actually check this game out because it looks really, like I'm looking at pictures of it and it looks like everything I wanted Anthem to be. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it had some, it was on, it was free for PlayStation Plus a while back. So I don't know if it still is, but I know what, they the all search? They, the search. Yeah, you know, because they do those, um, you know, here's your monthly free games to play. Right. Download. So they it That's did that like a bit. Yeah. So they, they do that occasionally. I don't know if it's ever going to come back to that since it was already there. Ironically, but. I've had Bloodborne on my PlayStation for like, I think, two years. And I never even realized the what it is. And then yesterday I was kind of sitting there and I was bored. And I'm like, oh, let me just scroll through my library. I have Bloodborne? Like, I got to try this out real quick. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, my God, here's the next like month of my life. Oh, my God, it's two in the morning. What, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're diving into that. I'm very excited for your journey into Bloodborne. It's such a good game. But, man, fuck those cataclysms or catacombs or whatever the hell they're called. They're just... <laughs> It's it, it's later on. Once you beat the story, you can go through and like they have like a randomly generated uh, dungeons and whatnot. Do and they really? The tro- yeah. Oh, and one of, that's one exciting. Of the trophies is to beat it like on the hardest difficulty level, like without dying all the way through. And there's like there's one portion that's like twenty one levels or something like that. You have to do it. And I my, I did it, but it, my god, it was the worst experience. In my that's life. exciting. That's very exciting. I am a big fan of of game modes like that. Once you beat the game, because that's like the whole thing about replayability that I was yeah. saying earlier is that when you, uh, I can look think back, uh, do you ever play Parasite Eve on PlayStation? Oh, yeah, 1? I love Parasite Eve. I hope they remaster that. I, I do too. So the one of the things as a kid that I loved about Parasite Eve was the Chrysler Building, like climbing mm-hmm. from one to floor one hundred and getting to the top. Like that was really difficult, and it and it requires you to. I mean, you you can play through it during the regular game but like you know you go through you beat the game and it's like well, what do i do now well, go play through it again and go through climb through the tower I, I another game i played as a kid lufia 2 rise of the sinistrals you ever heard of that one no, no, I have not heard so there's that. this one game mode in there called the ancient uh ancient cave and it's actually a really big thing in speed running i guess uh which is kind of for, odd to me but you start off with your four characters at level one and there's like you climb all the way down and there's monsters as you go and you get items, spells, all these things and certain things you can take outside. I've always loved game modes where it makes you do that. I don't know. Yeah. And now that you just told me the Bloodborne has that, I'm like super duper inclined to push through to that. Yeah, it's it's the the end game mode. I forget what it's called, but it's like you'll know there. You'll know when you get there because it's a thing. It's some, one of the main areas where like you have like the headstones and it goes up to like your little hut that you have. Ah, uh, yes, yes. You, yeah. you can then um, essentially like load into it that way so cool very exciting right but there's a lot of talk about exciting stuff there's a lot yes. of stuff that came out and happened we'll, we'll scroll through it for very briefly um 
not very briefly, but you know, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so one of the things that I'm excited for being more of a mobile gamer lately is the idea of Apple Arcade. And Apple Arcade is live right now, and you can get a free month of it, but otherwise it's five bucks a month. It's four ninety nine, and I've played probably about maybe a dozen of the games that have come out. And I gotta say, man, if this is the future of gaming for mobile games, I'm very excited for it. I don't know if you've got a chance to try it out. If I don't know if you have, I have Apple not. Can you give me a Can you give me a brief explanation of like what kind of games you get through that? So the the main games that I played are there are a couple strategy games which I really like, kind of like X, XCOM style. Mm. One called uh, what is it called? It's called like starts with a D. I'm just scrubbing through it real quick. Nope, not a D. Overland. Uh, it's kind of like a XCOM style with like some really highly produced uh, art styles. There's Spaceland, which is also kind of like a XCOM style, um, you know, turn-based game. Uh, Sonic Racing. Oh, wait, that's not it. I don't think. I think that might have been just a racing thing. But uh, the two games that I want to talk about that are very interesting is Hot Lava, which is like the floor is lava and you have to oh, jump over. I did see this. Okay. And Ocean Horn Tune. Or, or I'm sorry, Ocean Horn 2. These are two games that are produced and, you know, and released via the arcade. Uh, and it's just like the production value is insane. Yes. Like it, it feels like, you know, I mean, obviously it's being backed by Apple and whatnot, you know, because they're getting a cut of the proceeds <clears throat> or being paid in some way. Actually, I'm curious to see how that works in from a business model perspective. Like if you're part of Apple's, you know, arca- arcade, like how you make money doing that that's, that's that's a discussion for another time but that's actually a really good point i wonder how they they monetize that like is it wonder, on a basis of downloads or like time people are logged into your game or if they just like pay you a flat fee yeah i'm, I'm curious if like apple you know hires you to make a game for their apple arcade and then you know ba- like no they'll pay you uh however many fee or whatever and then you know maybe there's a back-end thing like hey if you get a million downloads like you get an extra you know hundred thousand dollars i don't know i don't know how that works but just just interesting but yeah but they're the the games are the games are beautiful and i recently just picked up uh the new iphone 11 x 11 uh pro max god that's such a mouthful to say (laughs) and mainly just because i need i need the latest and greatest especially with work but the so it runs all these games are running very smoothly and they're running very well there's no frame rate hiccups or anything like that but i love the variety that you have access to so with like hot lava you're essentially jumping over different you know you know the floor is lava kind of thing so it like starts off at like you know you're looking at a room and all of a sudden like this this animation of like lava coming into the room um takes over and then you have to hop across to different things you can play it on your phone like you know with you know with the actual on-screen controls but the best way to play it i found is either with uh, a MIFI controller, an MFI controller, or you can actually hook up your PlayStation controller directly to your iPhone or iPad now with iOS 13. Wow, so, can you really? Yes, you can. You can pair it now, and it's great because you can now remote play to your PlayStation through your iPad or iPhone no with your way. PlayStation controller. Yes, it's one of my favorite things to do, and I blow my love, mind. love rubbing it in Dom's face because he's Xbox community. So. I will be playing Bloodborne from my office. Yeah, you just need a good <laughs> Wi-Fi system. You just need to get a Wi-Fi connection. You'll be good to go. You don't need uh, all you need is five up, five down, which is nothing. So it's great. Well, you you may have just uh, 
created the demise of my professional adult career. <laughs> well, just, uh, just, uh, you know, be vigilant, I guess, you know, get your work done. And if you have, if you're wa- waiting for something to compile, that's like, takes 20 minutes. There you go. You can get one run in of a, you know, a dungeon <laughs> or something like that. But, uh, I'm very, I think, so you essentially you get a one month subscription for free. It's they'll, they'll give you a chance to try it out. So you can download as many games as you want to try it out and see how it plays. I am very excited for this. I think that this is a step in the right direction, especially with, and we've talked about this on, on, on our MSF insider segment about the greed that is some of these companies are just, you know, throwing offers in your face left mm-hmm. and right, which I understand they got to make money somehow. But like this, I think is a breath of fresh air because there's no in-app transaction uh, transactions whatsoever. Like there's none, there's no microtransactions. There's not none of that stuff. Like you download the game, you play the game. And you can take it offline if you want to or not. Like you don't have to worry about like being connected to the internet. They're not going to take your information. It's just wholesome mobile gaming, and uh, I'm in full support of it. And like, I'm a I huge will, fan of that, man. Yeah, I will keep my Apple Arcade subscription because it's five bucks a month, and I've spent way more than that on Marvel Strike Force. So <laughs> why not? I'll support Apple in this endeavor. I'm a fan of anything that kind of puts the microtransaction industry. We'll call it in their place so to say i i just feel like it's uh it's a long time coming that they kind of got regulated i want to say i don't know it's just kind of it's kind of out of control you know like every company comes up with these games and uh, you and i grew up in a time period where you spend x amount of dollars you get a quality game you get tons of hours out of it which is what you're saying about the apple arcade is that you're, you're paying a flat rate I mean, it's five bucks a month, but whatever, it's five bucks. Sixty bucks a year. Let's put okay, it that way. right, right, right. And then how? So, like, you think you fi- you figure you spend I don't know, plenty of time utilize uh, using that subscription. So, and I will say that Floor's Lava Game is really cool. I was watching people stream that the other day on Twitch, and it looked really cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to try see about streaming some more mobile games just because I have an iPad Pro in which I can, um, with an HDMI adapter, it'll go into my PC so you can like just capture it that way. So kind of like how I was doing with capturing my PlayStation when, when streaming. So I don't know, that might be fun to kind of get into these different mobile games and talking about them and seeing them and showing them to the world. Because, you know, for, honestly, for like, uh, you know, five bucks a month or 60 bucks a year, which is insane to me. And that's the price of one game or, uh, you know, one offer on Marvel Strike yeah, for a right. year of game. You for get a like year one character, yeah, one character for, for a year of gaming. For 50 shards of a character. For people that really poured their time and interest into a game, right? And you can tell, I feel like in indie games, you can really feel like people give more of a shit about it than, you know, some of these other gaming companies. I'll leave that for people to make their own assumptions or anything, but yeah. Yeah, so it's just it's I don't know I feel like this is I'm with you in that like I support anyone who's trying to knock out the you know microtransaction world, uh, even though it is such a big industry. To, Dude, where know, did it come from, man? I don't. I honestly don't know. I think it, well, I think it may have started with the mobile gaming world because you no, know, I know that console gaming started with it about you know seven years ago or something. Like that. I wonder actually. You know, I wonder what's the very first game to start with microtracks you know i mean i i feel like in my head right when we say this the first game that comes to mind is hearthstone because hearthstone is one of the first platform or games that came from pc and made it over to mobile i know they're not the first one but for me like hearthstone if i were going to buy packs right 
to me, I don't know, like even still that seems less scummy than buying characters on something like Star Wars or Marvel or something like that. I don't know. I, I either, either like Magic the Gathering or Hearthstone, those two just they like, didn't rub me the wrong way, but uh, they kind of seem like they might be two of the first adaptations of that since they are like trading card games. Yeah, so it started back in 2006. That's what it was looking like. Wow. And the game that did it was uh, Oblivion. What? Yeah, you could buy uh, horse armor. Like obli- like like Elder Scrolls? Like Elder Scrolls. Apparently, that was the very first one. And then the trio that started it immediately after that was Forza, Forza Motorsports uh, 7, Middle Earth Shadow of War, and Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And all, wait, wait, are wait. all three of those EA games? They are EA games. So <laughs> EA... <laughs> has started this trend <laughs> those bastards uh and it's just completely um, uh, wait and if i'm not mistaken weren't they the ones that kind of like took it way overboard as yeah, well i think so <laughs> they just want it's <laughs> like that's, that's the the ea uh comment for battlefront 2 was like one of the most downvoted comments yes. ever on on reddit i remember that i remember that yeah that so post had like i think like a half a million downvotes or something like that yeah, something crazy. Yeah, so this article from uh, usgamer.net says Bethesda was the first third-party publisher to jump in on Microsoft's idea with the microtransactions in Xbox. In April of 2006, it released the first of its planned expansion content for Oblivion. The release was the infamous horse armor pack for 200 Microsoft points for $2.50 on Xbox 360 or $2 on PC. Players could purchase alternate armor sets for their in-game steed. Fans were previously fine with the idea of microtransactions, but were absolutely shocked for the pricing of the horse armor. In response, Bethesda simply moved forward with his plan, releasing new themed horses on new dungeons and new spells. Fuck you, Bethesda. That's you not bastards. cool, bro. Did, I had no idea it was Bethesda. I didn't either, I, man. Like, and I you, love Bethesda games. I do, I'm too. Just like, oh, this is all coming from them. I thought it was EA was was uh, the the main ones to really kind of Damn like it, shove it down their throats. But this is why we can't have nice things. Exactly, and you learn something new every day. I guess I'm not going to buy any more Bethesda games. Just kidding. I'm going to buy Bethesda wait, games. Oh wait, wait, hold on, wait. I'll, I'll I'll go along with that. But wait, is Elder Scrolls Five going to be on? Uh, or well, was Skyrim Five technically? Te- technically, Skyrim was Five. Yeah. Yeah. So so Elder Scrolls Six is that going to be a Bethesda game? Probably. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll start the- after that one. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll still buy the games, but I'm not buying the microtransactions. Not buying I, a I, horse saddle, damn it! Yeah, I've never. The only time I've ever bought a microtransactions in a game for a boost was with was was in Assassin's Creed Odyssey because you had there's a perk that you could buy for two dollars that doubled the amount of experience you got throughout the entire life of the game. I was like, for two dollars, man, I'll buy that. That's a microtransaction. Yeah. Twenty four ninety nine for something is not micro. That's no, that's not micro <laughs> transactions. But either either way, so I am going back with the Apple Arcade. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah, very yeah. Uh, I'm very excited for it. So I'm definitely yeah. gonna check it out. Yeah, check check it out. You get a free month of it, and you know you I can mean, download it. iPhone, so I don't know why I don't. <laughs> yeah, so I mean it's it's just helping to give a little bit more credence towards uh, that style of game making and it just helps indie developers and the games are fun like there's a ton of awesome games on there if you've never played cat quest oh or, cat uh, quest is on there cat quest 2 is on the apple oh Arcade. i will say 
I'm a cat guy. I mean, I like I love animals, but I'm a cat dude, and I loved Cat Quest. Like that game was like my ex girlfriend got it one day, and she started playing. I'm like, what is this you're playing? She's like, it's called Cat Quest. Like this is the most adorable game I've ever seen. Yeah, like, <laughs> I love those games. I was like, start to finish, you can play it and not have to worry about like you know being connected to the internet. You can just yes. play it wherever. Like especially being in New York for ten years, we would just be like on the subway and you're stuck in the subway and you can't do anything because you right. don't have cell phone service because cell phone service, believe it or not, didn't come to the subways until like three years ago. So, I can see that. I mean, you probably a lot of people down cool. there play like switch and game boy advance and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, exactly. And of course I got a switch after I moved out of New York, but either way, mm-hmm. uh, I want to talk a little bit about borderlands three and my impressions with it so far. I know in the last episode, if you haven't heard it, Dom hates Borderlands, so we didn't really get a chance to t- talk about it much because he rent- went off on a rant about why he hates Borderlands so much. Why does he hate it so much? Can you can you give me like a TLDR? Uh, because he's dumb. That's why. Oh, okay, why gotcha. Gotcha. Because yeah, okay. he's, he's getting thrown to mats and getting choked out today, so that's why. I will say, I, okay, I have, I have one complaint about the series. I love Borderlands 1 and 2. Don't get me wrong. But my biggest problem is that when I watched the previews and the trailers, it looked like Borderlands 2.3. I don't know. It just like, that's what like, you said too. R- but, uh, my, so my best friend got it. And, uh, so yeah, this is a good story about gaming, right? My best friend got it for his birthday a couple days ago and his girlfriend has, they, they game together. Right. But she's kind of like picky about what she plays and she hates first person shooters, but he convinced her to play with him and the two of them i i have like my world of warcraft leveling partner has disappeared on me because like <laughs> they she's like she's like josh like michael's mine tonight like uh, we're playing borderlands tonight and so like there's a, there's an example of like it's a good game for like a couple you know what i mean like they're having a yeah. lot of fun with it uh she gets to advance a character he's teaching her how to like kind of play an rpg so I think that's pretty cool, you know, and yeah. uh, there are not a lot of games out there that are like that, in my opinion. Yeah, I was going to my wife and I played <laughs> Borderlands 2 together. Then we were I was going to introduce her to Borderlands 3, but I was playing it last night after we got home from uh, an Oktoberfest event here in Connecticut. But uh, I was I was literally about to say, hey, would you like to play this game with me? It seems like something fun we could play. As she literally says, well, this might be my my least favorite game you've ever played. I'm like, Why? <laughs> Because she, she, well, the, the thing about like my wife, like she, my wife is a saint. She lets me play video games. She'll sit next to me and watch me play video games. And she's that's a good woman. About it. It's a good but, woman. Like she makes comments based on like how the game sounds. And so like she, she will not listen. <laughs> she will not sit there and let me play Diablo three because of repetitiveness. Dude, that's of, so funny that you just said Diablo three of all the games, because my ex-girlfriend, she used to shit on that game when I would play it. Like all that. That's hilarious. Because it was just be like. You know, it's like, it's like, I cannot cast a spell. I cannot cast a spell. I cannot cast a spell. Out of mana. Out of mana. Out of mana. She's like, can you be, can you get the, can you get, can you the get some mana, mana, damn it? Yeah, I mean, it happened last night where she was just like, there's like one of the, uh, one of the boss fights I was doing in, in Borderlands was just like, he was just screaming at the top of his lungs because he's on, one of my guns had shock damage and he's vulnerable to shock damage. And so okay. he's just screaming. She's like, can you, can you kill this guy faster, please? The, sh- the screaming is getting out of control. <laughs> so sure i was literally about to say then. yeah i was like literally can you <laughs> is like you want to play this game with me i was literally about to say that when she said that those words to me i'm like all right i guess i'm not gonna ask her to play this so, game i'll play this uh, by myself yeah but i think that. it's i think it's different when you're playing the game than when you're observing a game because if, when you're t- playing the game you're in it 
so tell me something. What's the what would you say is the striking like maybe pros and cons of three to like one and two? So I mean, I played a lot of two. I played two in VR because they they released that. Two is the shit. Two is the shit. I really liked two. My favorite in two was the Mechromancer. So I went with the Gunner this time around. Yeah. So I mean, they they offered a lot of quality of life uh, improvements. The main thing for me is like you don't have to press and hold square when you open a uh, a loot. It just opens and instantly like teleports to you, which is great. So oh, you can just like okay. keep running around and opening things it just makes it a little bit easier. Oh, that's that's work. actually amazing, dude. Yeah, because that's a really uh, obnoxious thing you had to do because there's so many items to pick up in Borderlands. Yeah, so and then if you had nothing to pick up, like no a- ammo increases, you're just sitting there like, uh, uh, uh what, what, what do I do? I just can't. <laughs> Why well, uh, I want to pick up? Um, but I mean, I'm I'm probably about 12 hours into the story. Um, the storyline's okay. I mean, it's just it's more Borderlands. If you love Borderlands, it's just more of it. And there's a lot of places to go. There's multiple different planets to go to see. Mm. There's a pretty cool hub of that you're on a spaceship. That's your main hub that you can go around and see more of the same characters. The writings more of the same. And that was Dom's biggest issue. Is just like, why would I pay sixty dollars for this? For more of the same stories like well that's what people wanted they wanted more of the same but in a new environments and new guns and new all sorts of stuff so the new the guns are different the care like the enemies you face are actually really hard like i'm i've i've come across a couple boss fights where i just could not finish it and i had to go level up and then come back to finish it which is unusual for me because i can normally get through bosses in a first person shooter but it was um that's cool yeah, though that's cool yeah, because I, I i felt like the game was kind of easy to be honest one and yeah, two so one is just uh one two and the the pre-sequel i think were uh, you know they just had their own style to it. three definitely has its own style to it but it's it's just more borderlands which it was like i said was dom's being complaint he's just like well it's nothing it's really nothing new it's just more of the same which i would after at the before when we talked about it, um two weeks ago or i'm sorry a month ago we talked about or no it was two weeks ago and we talked about how, you know, I only had maybe like four hours in the game. So I really, you know, you really get that first impression of what Borderlands is like. But it really feels like he was accurate in his description of it. it's still more of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the RPG first person aspect of it. So we'll see what happens with it. I say that there's different kinds of gamers out there. Some people want that uh, that same experience. They just want a new version of it. I mean, I can think of certain games like that. Um, you know, you just like you keep playing and you don't want it to end. And that's kind of the allure of borderlands like the fans of the series are kind of like diehard about it and uh they love the art i think the art style of the game is more what really draws a lot of attention to itself because it's like that steampunk kind of vibe yeah, with and a little bit of cell shading to it yeah yeah so i mean they leaned on that heavy for the very first one because of just the graphical uh intensity of the game so that's why they went that route, route mm-hmm. instead of uh, instead of a you know, a little bit more realistic shooter, but I think that's become its call sign essentially is that whole like cell shaded first person shooter kind of game. So, but I don't know. It's interesting right now. I've still, I think I'm like level 15 or 16 in my character. So I know level 50 is the max. So I'm not, haven't gotten all the way there, but I see uh, all my friends who are leveling up and doing things, which I actually think is actually pretty cool. So if you have friends on, on the PlayStation, they're playing the game. You see their progress pop up, like when they hit level ups, or or if they get like oh, you know the little achievements of like, hey, like you know, <coughs> my buddy Wes is just like, hey, Wes has gotten, um, you know, he's opened a thousand 
loot boxes and you see the progress as it pops up for them so it's cool it's, it's little things like that that kind of make you want like oh okay maybe i i'm gonna step it up a bit. i'm gonna try to get more headshots with my pistol so so are they trying to essentially uh boost the online experience i guess or or or, or i don't know try I to push it, people to do a little multiplayer kind of action yeah i think so co-op. but it's just i like the i like that idea because it's kind of like you can see where your friends are at you know, in mm. the game and, and yeah. the progress. It's just a, it's a nice little social thing. It's not intrusive. You can turn it off if you want to, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's not like obnoxious. Yeah, it's not obnoxious. Like but yeah. it, it's just a nice little nod to say, oh, like, you know, my friend's kind of, you know, playing. He's doing this. He just killed this really unique character. That's cool. I'm like, maybe I'll, you know, hop in with him. Or like even like I've hopped in with a, a friend who was just playing. I was like, oh, hey, you're level three. I'm level three. Let's hop in together. That kind of thing. I didn't even notice, like, like you know, he's like, he, you know, my my buddy uh, Andrew hit level three when we first started. I was like, oh, hey, you're playing. I'm playing. Let's play together. I didn't know you yeah. know you had this game. So <laughs> stuff like that. That was kind of cool. But excited to play more of it. I'm gonna play a little bit more of it today. Uh, but I also just got in the mail World War Z from GameFly, so I'm excited to give that a try. So World War Z, interesting. It's kind of like um, what was that game way back when? Um, it was like uh, the zombie game that you were playing. It's like a Valve game. You know, it's four characters that stay alive. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like, like uh, Left for Dead. Yes. Okay. Was. Yeah. Gotcha. It's okay. kind of like that, but a newer take on it. And I've been wanting to play it for a while. Hmm. And um, I've just finished up Onimusha remastered, so I turned I sent back my Onimusha. Yeah, man, that game was awesome. I loved that game. I love that they're doing all these remasters, but man, it's it's even the remaster is a little harsh. It's a little not so great. I could see that. Yeah, but I mean that's the thing. They have to do that though, right? Like because yeah. they can't they can't make it oh dude. I'm gonna, uh, do, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring up a random game. remake. Resident Evil 2 remake. Best one I've ever played of any remake in my life. It's hands fantastic. down. They I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. No, they took one of my all-time favorite games and just made it better yeah they, <laughs> Which, they, I mean, how often does that happen right like how uh, most of the time they, they they make the game shitty like look at i don't know like a sequel like uh like final fantasy x2 or i i, I mean that's a ra- that's a very random one but like sometimes most of the time they take these these really great games you have and they screw them up or they like add features to it or they uh they gotta like try to make it harder to do resident evil 2 remake <laughs> amazing dude straight up amazing yeah. i can't think of anything negative about the game my favorite part about that game did you play with headphones or did you play with, i did uh, yeah no i did with the lights off too scared the shit out of me the first time Christ. i played it through dude the uh my my favorite game my favorite gaming moment from resident evil 2 was when you're in when you're when mr x is following you around and i played it in my home theater so i had like the all the speakers going on and you just hear oh, him shit, walking dude. yes around the creaking right walk. Like, where the fuck is he? What? The creaking oh of the footsteps. It's so scary, man. Or or even like when you're like coming around a corner and you don't all you have is your pistol and a flash. That's why I had to play in the dark. But you're like you're sitting there, you only have a pistol and a flashlight, and you turn the corner, and there's something there, you're like, oh shit. Like that is literally right there. It's kind of terrifying, you know? Yeah, it was it's probably one of the best gaming experiences I've had. I need to go back and finish uh Claire's side. So I had I only finished Leon's side and then I had to had to stop it and then stop and continue on i was gonna finish all the other games i had now but now that i'm working until april 
I have to wait <laughs> until I'm done with my TV show, and then I'll then I'll check into that. But isn't stuff. that yeah, yeah, it comes and goes. Yeah. So there's adulting two, is fun. Adulting is fun and frustrating at the same time. Yeah. There's a bunch of different games coming out that I'm looking forward to specifically, or there's a couple that are out now that I'm looking forward to playing. But I want to get your take on things, Chef, about... Um, I know we had talked briefly about The Surge and how you've never played it before, but The Surge 2 is out, and that is a continuation of the Dark Souls-type game. Um, I'm actually surprised they made a Dark uh, Surge 2 because I didn't hear so much, so great things about The Surge. In ter- I mean, I finished The Surge, but I, I and I loved it. I just didn't think it performed well in the community and I didn't realize that they were making a second one. I'm very happy that they made a second one because it is a fresh take on that perspective, kind of like a sci-fi version of dark souls. So I'm curious to see what is that, uh, you know, how that plays and all that stuff. So if you like, and we talked about this before in a couple of episodes before, but if you like the search, if you like the search, you like dark souls to be right up your alley of that. But I'm curious to see the storyline because they kind of closed it off at the end of the search. Cause that's why I thought it was only going to be one, but it's very, very exciting to see that they are continuing in this series and I hope they make more of them. So, I mean, I'm reading the reviews right now and it's kind of funny because a lot of the people have like a common thing where they're saying that the game is difficult and frustrating, but you just can't stop playing it once you start. Yeah, it's just kind of like a dark soul. It sounds like dark souls to me. I mean, that's, that's, that is dark souls. And so it's just, it's, that's is what it made is. by from soft. Who's made by, uh, it is not right made now. from some, from soft. It's made by somebody else that, which is why I, like I played a demo of it on my PC when it first like was in, you know, pre alpha or something like that. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. I like this style. And then not realizing it was a, a falls game, like a dark, uh, a falls game, uh, a dark fall, dark, got dark souls, dark a souls, souls game. Totally, totally yeah. different game. <laughs> uh dark soul dark fall is an mmo i used to play back in the day but it's um it's very it's it's very you know i'm looking forward to playing it so i am too actually because this says that um <clears throat> with the surge 2 they went really in depth with uh character leveling and character design which is kind of one of the things i like the most about the Soulsborne games is that they're more of an RPG game than I think a lot of RPG games are these days because a lot of RPG games are very linear, but this game isn't, these games are not linear at all. Like you can go whatever way you want and you can level your characters, whatever way you want. And that's to me, that's, you know, I haven't had a real RPG game in a while because the last one I feel like I really played was Skyrim. It's been forever since we've had like, uh, that real RPG experience. Yeah. I mean, my favorite game series of all time is the Assassin's Creed series. Oh, and good. So uh, Odyssey, I spent, I think I put 120 hours into Odyssey and that was before the first expansion came out. So I haven't touched the game since the expansion came out just because I've been trying to catch up with all these other games and play it. Because my thing is, once I get into the Assassin's Creed world, like, man, I am... I'm like you with Dark Souls. I just get sucked in. I want to yeah. play, do everything because there's so much to do and see and the game is beautiful and everything like that. So I, I'm very curious to dive into more of that because they just released a whole bunch of new stuff as well as like if you bought the season pass of a, uh, of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you got the remastered version of Assassin's Creed 3 for free. And I haven't even started that up. But which brings... Got to quit why your job. Up, yeah, got to quit my job. Got to quit pay job. Bills. Yeah. But uh, there's one game that's... Um, speaking of that style of gameplay, I'm 
one game that uh, has released that is really kind of caught my attention, but I have known nothing about it whatsoever. I've just watched a couple of trailers and a couple of re- reviews, and it's getting fantastic reviews. Is Greedfall, and oh, I don't yeah. know. I really don't know anything about this game. All I know is it's it's developed by the company Spiders, which I've never heard of. Uh, but it's an it's a role playing action RPG, very much akin to the Assassin's Creed series, which is very up my alley. Um, but the, the trailers I've seen really quick, like the motion capture looks on point. The acting looks on point. Everything looks incredible. And it's a, you know, it's a very in-depth RPG from what I've read from a couple people just talking about like what's going on within the game itself. But it's just like, it's interesting. It's a lot of character driven story, action RPG. Um, it's just like, you know, it's set in colonial times, that kind of stuff. You know, I'm curious to see more about it and I've heard nothing about it, the game outside of like i know it's out like i've heard i haven't seen any advertising for it i've heard no nothing on youtube no reviews i haven't either dude that. this looks and i mean the the reviews on it are everybody's saying that it's like an amazing submersive rpg and that like it's one of the, I, I guess they kind of took the concept of mass effect where like the conversations lead to serious consequences in the game mm-hmm. it's pretty cool yeah but yeah it looks pretty uh pretty rad um you know some of the 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 basic uh summary of it is it says explore uncharted new lands as you set foot on remote islands seeping with magic and filled with riches lost secrets and fantastic creatures forge this new world's destiny as you befriend or betray companions and entire factions with diplomacy deception and force become a part of a living evolving world influence its course and shape your story so you'll engage in a core role-playing experience, achieve quests and complete objectives in a multitude of different ways through combat, diplomacy, deception, or stealth. Complete freedom in character progression, or you have complete freedom in character progression. Play as a male or female, customize your appearance, and freely choose your abilities, spells, and skills. Delve into a mysterious world of magic, begin a grand journey, and uncover ancient secrets protected by supernatural beings, manifestations of the island's earthly magic. This seems right up my alley yeah. of games that I would love to put in sometime and it's got a 7.9 on metacritic which is pretty good no that's really I'd say. good i'd say so i and i'm curious because i don't know anything about this game and i'm like okay this came out of nowhere and now i kind of like want to try it so maybe i'll add it to my gamefly queue popping in see how it plays and the thing i love about gamefly is like i can just you know i'm paying like i think like eight dollars a month oh yeah i only i had like a coupon. yeah i had like a coupon for like you know discounted year so i just started it so it's like I get two games that come out right now. Like I got World War Z that's out now. And then I have, I think, Plague's Tale Innocence coming to try that game out. But like, uh, you know, like if I like it, I'll just hold on to it and play it. And then I'll be like, hey, I want to buy this game. So you, they'll, you keep the game and they send you the, you know, a box, like the game box. So that way you can like put it on your shelf if you want. So it's pretty cool. I, enjoy, uh, I like Gamefly. We're not sponsored by Gamefly yet. Yet. But uh, yeah, I know nothing about this game. I want to know more about this game. So I'm, I'm going to have to try this out. Yeah, you can be my guinea pig and let me know what you think. I'm looking at, I'm watching the trailer as you're talking about it and it looks like a lot of fun. I, I mean, it just looks like a very well-crafted RPG set in colonial times, which is pretty cool because I like it when they mix up the art styles of games instead of it just being everybody with swords and shields. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this just seems like very like 19 or 19 uh, 1600s or yeah, something like yeah. that you know it's great i love that that time period and that stuff so but it's cool. got that still that that like uh you know you were using the words like ancient magic and things like that when you're in the description but it kind of has this very I mean, there's a little, little bit of an allure around it i'm definitely gonna have to check this out 
Yeah, it's definitely on my radar now and and definitely going to be giving it a go whenever I have free time, which is never. Maybe Christmas, maybe Christmas. I'll just apparently never the, leave my house. Oh, wow. Okay, so in the trailer, it's showing some pretty cool stuff. Like somebody just got stabbed like five times and then the next scene, some they're like about to get it on. So definitely right. seems like there's uh, blood and love in it. So must be blood a good game. Must be a good game. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. So, uh, another game that came out recently that I've heard a lot of good things about, and another another thing that I heard nothing about, but I'm curious to see what it's all about is Control. Have you heard about that at all? Oh no. So Control is essentially like you are the the I forget what the it's like the director of like this this um a government agency, and with that you, know, you have um the mechanic of it is like you have one pistol that acts as like different things so you can change it to like a shotgun or an assault rifle type stuff um but it's like one pistol you can kind of switch around and then you have different abilities in the game that you can that you switch up and you level up it's another like action rpg type game but it's more like third person kind of like that game oh what the fuck was it game it was a capcom game that kind of reminded me a little bit the art style and i thought it was it was interesting i think it's a capcom game control but I could be wrong. The graphics uh, look incredible. Yeah, it's 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 gotten a lot of good reviews, and I've been I've been really wanting to watch it or not watch. It, I've been really wanting to play it, uh, but I just have not had the time. The graphics to do so. look insanely incredible. Yeah, so it has an eighty-two on Metacritic, which is pr- also pretty good. But they say it's a, a high. A lot of people say it's a high-quality action game uh, with a pretty interesting story. And all that sort of stuff. So I'll, uh, but the the user the, the user score is a seven point two. It's got eighty two on Metacritic. But um, yeah, I'm uh, another game that I'm interested to dive into. And I've heard a lot of good things. A lot of other good gaming podcasts that I listen to have played it, love it, and can't wait to play more. And I think they're coming out with some DLC with it soon. So yeah, that's they're they're selling. Um, what do you call it? The battle pass or whatever. Yeah, like season pass or something season like pass, that. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, right now it's um it's on sale right now. It's been out for I think a month or something like that. But it's like, all right, you can pick it up for fifty bucks. I'll I'll I put it on my wish list, and then I will go through and and play it once it um you know comes out. It, it kind of reminds me thirty five. Yeah, oh, for PC or PlayStation. Mm, Control Epic Games Game Key thirty five fifty six. Oh, that might yeah, be a. Yeah, it's a PC thing. Yeah, but I, I always like playing games on console because of trophies. Trophies are a big thing for mm-hmm. me, as well as I like you know playing it in my theater setup, which is one of the reasons why I built the theater setup is to kind of just be immersed in that, and then I lose hours upon hours. Of it's also nice, like there's a difference gaming experience of sitting your computer like attentive, and then there's a different experience like sprawled out on the couch, just like ah, video games. Yes, yes, and then you have like everything around you, and you're like, oh, okay, or the dog will come down, or the wife will come down and just hang out and be like, yeah, here we go. Yeah, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to Greedfall now that I've like we talked about it like for a hot second. Too, Greedfall, yeah. Control, and the Search Two are probably my. uh most anticipated like hey i want to play these games that are out now or upcoming um i want to hear your your thoughts you said you had a couple games that are upcoming as well that you're looking forward to and we still have a couple more to talk about but yeah i'm really excited about uh it's i mean it's still two months away but i'm really excited about pokemon sword and shield yeah it's kind of like a uh, a weird one but i mean not weird but as an adult i don't know like i just i feel like maybe i shouldn't like pokemon anymore but as a 35 year old or well i turned 35 soon but i'm super excited about it i love pokemon games i mean i thought pokemon go was or not 
go, but Pokemon let's Pikachu, go. let's go. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that was a fantastic game. I loved it. It was the first game I got on Switch. And so I'm super excited about that. I really want to play Link's Awakening. I just don't. I, I kind of, I mean, I say I want to wait until it goes on sale, but it's never going to go on sale. It'll probably um, go on sale in like five years. Yeah. yeah five years. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think it looks great because I'm a huge fan of uh, A Link's of the Past. That was like one of my first games as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's that. Oh, I've watched a lot of people streaming it and it looks like a straight up throwback to A Link's of the Past, but with like that yeah. modern cartoony cell shaded kind of uh, graphical thing and uh yeah i don't know how i feel about that that's that art style i'm I'm also looking forward to that but i don't know like going back to how that art style feels i don't know are you talking about link or or pokemon link pokemon is its own thing because like yeah it's it's I don't know. I'm kind of a. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably end up playing it when it go- also when it goes on subs because I don't have time for anything else. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm also looking forward to a Link's Awakening. I'm sorry. No, is it Link's Link to the Past or Link's Awakening? Link's Awakening is the one that just came out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very excited. So the other two upcoming ones, well, one of them is very far away. Comes out in March. Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, oh yes. Because they just did the trailer for that recently, and okay, I. One thing I'm very excited about, because I cannot stand button mashing games, um, I was really afraid because of what they did to 15, that they were going to do that to this as well. And they did, but it's actually more indicative of like where they want to take it. Do you ever play Final Fantasy Crisis Core on PSP by any chance? Uh, I think so. Okay, that's so well, pl- that, that's where they took, like people are saying that they ripped off like X game, X game, X game. They straight up took the combat mode from Final Fantasy Crisis Core and turned it into a uh, more robust version of it. And mm-hmm. the thing that I'm really excited about is they definitely said that people that are fans of the classic style of RPG where it's turn based, which I am because yeah. I just that's what I like. That's why I grew up playing that you can't enable that. So that made me very excited because I was not looking forward to having to be like, you know, to like, you know, execute commands. I just, it's, it's not my, not the way I like to game, but um, extremely excited about it. That's probably my number one favorite game in my life. Just because of the fact that I was like 10 years old when I bought it and mm-hmm. probably the first game I really got like balls deep in and, you know, I logged <laughs> in like a hundred, hundred, hundreds of hours in that game. And I'm super excited about it. It looks phenomenal. They kind of made it feel like, you know, because as a kid, you know, you, you, you're like reading everything, right? And it's like yeah. the, the actions are kind of meh, meh. See, so your imagination is kind of like, you know, drawing out this entire, you know, scene in your head. And now I actually get to see, have that uh, scenery come to life. And I think they're doing Like from what I saw, they did a really, really, really good job of it. Yeah, because the nostalgia is real, hundred percent. So they're like really playing off of that, but like in a modern sense. Because you know, I don't know if it's the same for you, but like in my head, Final Fantasy VII is what the remake is going to be, and mm-hmm. Resident Evil Two, the remake, like playing Resident Evil Two, like the remake, like was my personified version of that or my imagined version of that game in my head. So like, but made real. Like, yeah, I remember Resident Evil Two as the remake. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I remember playing that game. But you go back and play the game. It is not that way at all. It is fucking terrible. When you're looking at it, it's because because you're it, it's the art style, right? It's like you're looking top down. So your your imagination is saying to yourself like, oh, well, what it, what is it like if I turn this way and I see a zombie there? But in the game, you just see your character right here. And he's kind of like pivoting this way. So yeah. when you're actually like staring at Leon from like a bird's eye view and you're like, 
or from the third person view and you're like turn the corner and you see something you're like oh shit it's that it, it, yeah. it really brings it to life and they they nailed it yeah yeah so i i am i am also excited for for final fantasy 7 I, yeah. I didn't realize it's coming out in march so that's, i think it's I th- i'm pretty sure it's march right something it's something along i know it's definitely next year so it's, it's not, either march it's, or april or maybe I, I really don't want it to be may but um anyways uh, to sum it up the last game that i'm really excited about is uh the jedi fallen order yes when is that release that's that's the same day as pokemon sword and shield november 25th all right why are they doing this to me man what am i supposed to do what's a man supposed to do i want to i want to i want to you know wield a lightsaber and throw shit at people but i also want to catch pokemon so like you know do both i I, I will but you know adulting (laughs) my friends like you know (laughs) yeah that's true i'm that game i'm very much looking forward to i'm not not because of the storyline but because respawn's doing it so i don't know if you've ever played titanfall or yeah, Titanfall yeah. 2. like those games are in, in oh that's the game studio that made the jedi yeah. fallen order yeah respawn so uh they you know obviously they did apex legends that stuff so they oh, okay. they they have it they they really understand their their multiplayer aspect of games mm-hmm. but they but people, I don't know if people really like paid attention or played much of the Titanfall storylines and how they can craft stories. And they're really good storytellers. And as somebody who's a filmmaker, like storytelling is my main thing. I love yeah. storytelling. Like I love that aspect of it. And they did a really fucking good job with telling those stories and like made you care about characters. So I'm really excited to play this game in the Star Wars universe because as your shirt shows, like everyone, lo- like I feel like you're as much of a Star Wars nerd as I am. Oh, big and time. I, big and time. I, I'm very much looking forward to this. And I feel like a lot of the Star Wars games that have come out have been just kind of like, meh. No, that's yeah. not that. You don't even need to be that. that they sucked. Yeah. And so I, I haven't really, I, I don't think I've really felt a good connection with a good Star Wars character. KOTOR. I was literally about to say Knights of the Old Republic and, yep. and KOTOR too. Like the, the reveal of Revan as you were mm. Revan as main character is probably one of the best reveals mm-hmm. in a Star Wars universe ever and the fact that like you could be either good or bad or however you play that like i think i played it i always play those types of game bad out the gate just because it's more fun and then i go back and <laughs> they're always pre- pre-designed for you to be the good guy right yeah exactly yeah. so it's like you know you know fuck the man we're gonna try something yeah. different Hell yeah. and, and, and go with that so i i'm excited to see where they take this the game mechanics look great these the graphics look incent, intense uh i like that it's more of a stealth action game than it's yes. just you know guns blazing kind of thing so i uh, literally I cannot wait to like just pick something up, just be like, "Fuck you!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I literally cannot wait, dude. Like that is the number one thing I want to do. Or maybe just like chuck my lightsaber at somebody and then just go beat him to death and then just be like, "Oh, here, right back to my hand." All right, tight. Yeah. I like this. That's if, that's like that's like my, my dreams as a child, dude. Like, come on. Yeah, if, they, if they do, if they have, now that give me same... the VR version of that. Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> right. Speaking speaking of the VR, they actually just released uh, uh, Darth uh, Volume Two for the Odyssey, um, not the Odyssey, the Quest. I'm sorry, the Oculus Quest. So, which is like a, a Star Wars VR game. I didn't play the first one because it, when it came out, it was like thirty five dollars. I'm like, I'm not yeah, paying thirty five bucks for that. Makes me vomit, unfortunately. Yeah, I I have every VR system that's out there because I work in VR, so oh, I have, yeah, have yeah, to. Yeah. And I also get queasy, but like I can only play for like an hour at a time, unless it's Beat Saber. Then I'm I can play that game for like four hours. <laughs> great that was that I my wish, workout man. for a long time 
Really? Say. Yeah, because like you burn like 700, 800 calories an hour playing that game. I can see because you got to like actually like get low and, and get up yeah. and do stuff, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty. The, the only VR game I ever saw that made me want to play it, I think was called like Blade and Sorcery or something like that. Yes, because they have um, a Star Wars mod. No. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I might have to. I might have to just like you know like neutralize a zone in my house where I can because I do like I tried VR one time and I just like involuntarily threw up and I was like no like why <laughs> this has like been my dream dude like why are yeah. you doing this to me yeah Blade and Sorcery is the game um, that has has made a lot of people mod it and whatnot but so essentially it's like you're a gladiator in a gladiator zone, uh, area and like you you had that action of like like going through whatever but somebody made a star wars mod and uh i'll send you a couple of links because it's it's they did one recently that was amazing where it's like you can like turn on and off the, the saber and like someone like went to go like feign and like turned it off like as like a npc was swinging through and like turned it on like after the oh, flash and like man, stuck the guy in the head dude, dude. oh good <sighs> but this is gonna uh, make me have to go out and buy a vr headset just for that like yeah. i i okay anyways I'll, yeah. i will report i will report back and let you know how it is because i have i have <laughs> yeah. um sword and sorcery i haven't loaded up in a while but um apparently they're coming out so quick tangent on vr a lot of people are pissed because the you know the the oculus came out with the rift s uh, and they also came out with the quest the quest is the standalone system not as good uh, but it allows you just to put on the vr and take it anywhere and not have to worry about like a computer or anything that's a standalone system it's what i use a lot on set uh, not on set but on the go i should say and uh it's it's a great way to have like a vr experience or show people vr and not have to worry about like dragging a computer or a laptop around with you it's it's a great mm. set the quest is more of their high powered like hey you're gonna sit at home you're gonna play this at your pc you're gonna gonna connect to it you're gonna have like um you don't need sensors it's just the sensors are in the headset that kind of thing they n- recently announced the oculus link which will allow you to plug in a USB-C cable to your computer and then plug it into your Quest and use your Quest as a Rift S quality system. So like you can now play all your PC games from your Quest or from your, you know, your Oculus library into your Quest without having to buy a Rift S, which a lot of people are fucking pissed about, which I would be too if I had bought a Rift S. I did not. I, I went with the more expensive, um, uh, the, the Valve oh, one, I don't remember, the, the Index one. Uh, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Uh, but I'm curious to see what they do. I like how that plays out and how that, you know, work. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be like a quality hit or anything like that. And they're also touting the thing where like the quest will all of a sudden, uh, or in the future where you don't need controllers, you can just put the headset on and use your hands as controllers, which is fucking hey, wild. I, you know what? Just go ahead and knock me out and wake me up when they can just like <laughs> plug it into my brain. And I'm just like in the game, you know, like I'm like, yeah. have you ever, have you ever watched uh, sword art online before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah give me that in real life please thank you <laughs> except yeah. the whole part about like you know if you die in the game you die in real life that's the only part i'm not down with yeah that's not that's not as fun but no. you know it, it can no. be especially if it was a dark souls game we'd yeah. all be dead real fast <laughs> i turned the corner I'd be dead in the starting zone dude yeah <laughs> exactly you, everyone becomes uh two percent one one percent of the world survives Hey, that's that's uh, that's that's how we get through all of the uh, natural selection. Natural selection, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> turn life into one big Dark Souls simulator. <laughs> if you and you, if you survive, you win. Then all the gamers <laughs> will be like, all the neckbeards will be out. We get yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the real quality of life individuals. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to all of those, um, those things and I'll, I'll, I'll report back with how this sword and sorcery thing is, but I'm, I'm excited. Yes, for that. Please um, do. Two things that have come out recently or in beta and open beta last weekend was the new call of duty, modern warfare game. Looks pretty good. I played maybe an hour of the online matchmaking. It still feels like Call of Duty. I like Call of Duty a little bit. Uh, I used to be really big competitive with it um, like 10 years ago. I can't do it anymore. So I don't know if kids, you feel man. the same. It's yeah. for kids and people that are too angry. But I, I always want to like pick up because the, the storylines are always good. Like the single player game, the storylines are always pretty fantastic. And I've always enjoyed them. But like I always want to pick them up on sale, but because of the multiplayer aspect is so like such a community and makes so much fucking money off the multiplayer, you can mm-hmm. never get them on sale. And like I have no interest in playing multiplayer. I just want to play the story. So yeah. which is frustrating. I feel like you should I feel like you should be able to pay like half the price for a single player only version. Yeah, I agree. And I think that would be you know, hey, you, you know, know hey, uh, action, make that happen. I actually wonder if they sat down and they like ran the numbers of, you know, determining who actually buys the game just to play it and who buys it for the online feature. If there is like a whole like target audience of people that they're missing out on. Well, like, they probably that, have thought that's about the whole that, point but. of Black Ops. That's literally the whole point of Black Ops. That game is multiplayer only. There's no storyline. Oh, OK. So that's literally what they did, and they still charge full price for the game. Yeah, because uh, in my opinion, they should have just they should have just made Call of Duty Zombies Edition and released that on its own, an entire series of that. Yeah, but we'll uh, let's see what happens with that. I mean, Modern Warfare is always is my favorite of the series, so I don't. Is that the one I that don't... I see everybody on Twitch playing now? Because I noticed that there, dude, I I can't keep up with it. There's always like a new, uh, you know military style first person shooter that everybody's playing and i've noticed yeah. lately that there's like a new one that everybody's been hitting up that is that is one of them as well as the i think because it comes out in november so but the open beta was last weekend so that's might have been what you've seen okay uh, yep that's probably it then and then the other one that i'm actually kind of interested in because i never really played the original i never played wildlands is the new uh ghost recon breakpoint is in beta open beta right now which i'm actually going to try out because i just downloaded it last night because it's you know it's that kind of thing it's it's that i was never a big ghost recon fan but i love ubisoft as a developer so mm-hmm. like i'm happy to give them money because i feel like they're out of all the big conglomerates that are out there doing things in the video game industry i feel like they're one of the ones who are doing things right by their community and like yeah, they still that. offer microtransactions but not but they're not like overly microtransaction-y so they're not pay to win they're kind of more like cosmetics and things like that exactly so like hey <laughs> if you want to support us or like or doing things like hey if you buy a season pass for you know uh assassin's creed we'll give you this free game that kind of thing like you get your money's yeah. worth out of 100 yeah yeah i've always i've always, i've never really i myself am not a fan of those series but i guess for me like i think of like army veterans and things like that guys guys that are like real military heads and they probably like get on those games and it gives them like a real outlet to kind of explore i don't want to say it's a hobby but you know that's their livelihood in a sense it gets turned into a hobby yeah you get to connect they connect with it a little bit more um realistically or you know personally and whatnot so it's a very team oriented game in my opinion like super team oriented yeah and uh, I haven't really, I haven't really expressed, or I haven't really seen much in terms of that gameplay. But like, I, I wanted to, try, I've been wanting to try out Wildlands forever because I love, um, I, I really enjoyed the, uh, oh, fuck, what's the 
game series calls. They have like a million different versions of them. Um, they had one that was like primal, one that was just recently um, with the rednecks. I'm trying to think of it. Um, it's <laughs> Ubisoft with the rednecks. Yeah, it was like. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, let me Google that game with the red new game with the rednecks. You're gonna you're gonna see it pop Hold up. On. I'm gonna new game with the rednecks. <laughs> it came out like a year ago. Essentially, is what immortal it was. redneck redneck rampage. Uh, no, it's. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! I can't believe I'm completely blanking on the name. Far Cry is what oh, I'm thinking of. Oh, Far Cry. Okay. Oh, I really with <laughs> the rednecks, man. Yeah, I'm in Tennessee. Come on, man. It's. I mean, it was like a people. It was like uh, uh, I'm from Southern Maryland, not Southern Maryland, but I'm from Maryland, which is technically still in the South. So uh, true, true, it, true. It true. happens. We're, we're well. the necks of redness. Yeah, but uh, I'm curious to see what they do with that, as well <laughs> as you know, coming out with Watch Dogs Legion in March. I don't know how I feel about that because. Um, no, we'll have to, I'll have to see some gameplay of Watch Dogs Legion to see if I Watch Dogs was a game that I bought and I thought it was going to be amazing. And then all I thought was like, this is like a half ass Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, exactly. Which is like hacking and thrown in as like an afterthought for the most part. Yes. Yeah. But And then uh, a new game that's coming out soon. TM, I think that's coming, uh, I believe, in November, which is an, an old classic, which I don't know if you ever played Castle Crashers at all. Do you ever play that game? I played it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very briefly, I, very briefly, I, but that I feel like is a good like couch uh, multiplayer game where you can play with a lot of friends. I might yeah. pick it up so my wife and I can play together because I feel it's more her style of um, gaming and the ability to play, you know, without much stress and whatnot. And it's cute yeah. art style. It's fun. It's it's just entertaining as shit. So. I find the games like that are really good if you're into like game nights and stuff yeah. along those lines because they aren't serious. It's less serious than something like Smash, you know, because Smash has a lot of uh, technical stuff you can do in it. You know, you always go to a party and there's that one dude that plays it way too much or chick and they just beat the crap at everybody. And it's like, yeah. but this game, it's a lot more uh, whimsical, I want to say. Cheeky, yeah. maybe. Very whimsical, I would say. It, it came out in 2008. It's kind of crazy. It's been out for 11 years. But uh, it's out now, apparently, on uh, PlayStation 4 and Switch. So you can get it. You can pick it up now if you really want to enjoy the nostalgia that is Castle Crashers. Um, and I think it's only 15 bucks. It's priced appropriately, in my opinion. So, But before we get to the main game that's upcoming, I wanted to hear your thoughts and opinions on some hands-on review of the switch Lite because i also had some hands-on review and i was uh very pleased by what i saw and i thought that nintendo has done it yet again and kind of has pushed out the 3ds in my opinion with the new handheld device market. you like it i do like the switch Lite. i don't know that i would buy one because i i like the bigger screen of the switch yes. personally mm-hmm. Um, because obviously I think it's like a four and a half inch screen or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't even think it's that big to begin with. Yeah, I mean it's 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 the size of like um like a six inch subway hoagie, essentially <laughs> is what it is. And and uh it's you know, for what it does for two hundred bucks, I mean you can't take the controllers off, but you can pair the other controllers if you want. So if you get a switch light and a pro controller, granted pro controller is like sixty five dollars, which is crazy. It's but absurd. It's uh it's definitely you know, for somebody who wants to be just on the go all the time and doesn't want to deal with the switch, which, you know, the price of the switch for 350 bucks or whatever it is still now for $200, you get everything that the switch light does or what that the switch does with the exception of plugging it into a TV. So you can't do that. You do not have that option. 
No, okay. it is on the go <clears throat> only. Um, but I think for that, for what you get for it, like a friend of mine uh, or my second AC on my job uh, doesn't doesn't have a TV. Like he just plays stuff on the go. So like he, he watches stuff on his phone so or his Wi-Fi. Well, it's, you know, New York life, right? Yeah, huh? You don't have yeah. room for it. So, so yeah. But like he doesn't have a TV, so he doesn't really like want to, you know, he doesn't want a game on a TV because he doesn't want to go buy a TV and get that. So like he's like, oh, this is perfect for me. He just sets, he just sits there and plays on his Switch Lite, and yeah, that's what he just does. And that's how I got the little bit of hands-on stuff. So it hmm. still feels like it could use some, you know, some hardware upgrades. I feel like you know because it's only 720p as opposed to 1080 from before because yeah. the screen and everything like that. And the but apparently the battery life is a lot better, which is. I think it'll do. Supposed to be, I think, like eight to ten hours longer. Yeah, I think, eight, uh, I think just in a, not longer. I think just eight to ten hours because I think the switch right now is like five to six or mm-hmm. something like that. But or maybe it is longer. I don't know. I'm bad, but, man. I've had a switch for a year and I only use it docked. Like I, I, I'm blind, man. Like I hate. <laughs> that's why, like, I can't play things on my phone. I have an iPad, like, and I have a big iPad too. Yeah. Because like I just, I don't know. I'm nearsighted, so that's. That's my only thing. Like, like I never bought a 3DS. I bought. I waited until the 3DS XL came out because, like, I yeah. just have to. Ha- I'm that guy that that just need. And it's not even about having the bigger, better product. It's about like I just can't see shit on a small device. But yeah. I didn't know that the price was smaller. That makes me think that like that actually caters towards people like your friend. And I think it's actually better for kids, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, like, you know, because that is a large target audience for the switch and uh you know i see like i have a friend of mine his kid like he's always so like nervous giving the switch to his kid because he's always like you know don't drop it or it's like uh, maybe you don't feel as you know scared that they're gonna mess it up if you give them the smaller less expensive one and you know i can see that yeah and for that price point i just think it's just a perfect price 200 200 bucks that's that's amazing actually yeah the fact that they were able to get it that low and yeah. be able to because three fifty is not cheap, man. I mean, it's not cheap. It's worth it. It is one hundred percent worth it. But it ain't cheap. Yeah. But if you like, by the time you get like a case and a screen protector and all that sort of stuff, and like maybe and some each one of the controllers. Game. Oh, and you want to play Breath of the Wild? It's been out since uh, you know what, like two 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 years plus. Yep, fork out sixty bucks, bud. You know, it's still full price. Like all their top games, they didn't cut the price on any of them. So yeah. I mean, it adds it's, how, it's how Nintendo's made their, you know, Nintendo's going to Nintendo. So yeah. it is, it is uh, what it is. But I, you know what's yeah. funny? I have a friend of mine that works for Nintendo, like, and he's not a, just a developer. Like he is a, mm-hmm. he has a very good position there. We have a lot of talks about uh, like Nintendo as a company and I'll straight up ask him. I'm like, dude, I love your product. Like I love it. However, how the hell are we in 2019 and you guys still don't know how to do online play with most of your games? And his response to it is that they're a, uh, they're a gaming company or they're they're but Yeah. They, they don't, produ- they don't provide like an online experience and it's not a focus for Nintendo. And I was just hmm. like, dude, how are you going to sit there and tell me that I can buy Mario party, but I can't play it with my homie. Like, yeah, you know, I live in Alabama. Like what's the point of selling and like selling these, like great party oriented driven games, but I can't play them online with people over in other parts of the world. And apparently it's not important to them. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I think so too, dude. It has so much potential. And like, I feel like they would have way more sales of their things. If they, if you could like, if they advertise like, Hey, you can play Mario party at home or you can play it 
you know, with your friend down the street, or you can play with somebody in Japan. That'd be fun. It's Mario Party. Party. It has the word party. Party. Like, <laughs> who wants to buy Mario Party and sit at home and play by themselves? The saddest shit I've ever heard in my life, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure there's people who'd be like, "Oh, this is great. I have everything unlocked in Mario Party." And so, like, when they have like one friend come over and they're like, "Hey, do you want to play Mario Party?" No, nah, I don't. Let's just play. Let's just watch TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> All that oh, time for nothing. Okay, okay. okay. But, uh, and getting to the final and main aspect of the show, even though we're like an hour plus in at this point, uh, The Last of Us 2 was finally announced with a release date of February 21st in 2020. Uh, I don't know about yourself, but I instantly pre-ordered that shit. I didn't and, pre-order yet, but the, uh, the Last of Us 1 was... The Last of Us 1... Uh, Excellent. I wanted... It was, yeah, so Last of Us, if you've never played The Last of Us, what are you doing with your life? Stop this. Stop <laughs> listening right now. Go buy it on Amazon or your local GameStop, you know, because they're going to be out of business real soon. And then go and play that game with the remastered version. Or if you want to be OG and play it on PlayStation 3, which is where I played it originally, uh, it was, man, there's n- nothing wrong with that game, in my opinion. The How do I explain this to people? Uh, so my my uh my boss my cinematographer uh, my show is also a gamer and she's a a playstation fanatic as well and so i was like hey did you hear about the last of us 2 getting announced she's like no what's the last of us i'm like how who what I was like okay i know what i'm gonna buy you i'm gonna get the last of us remaster for you <laughs> that game is such a cinematic masterpiece it's such a story masterpiece the gameplay is insane the mm-hmm. environments are next worldly like that game set the standard for games going forward and was on the ps3 wasn't even on the ps4 so it it came out 10 years ago and it had such a such an impact on me personally with storytelling and filmmaking and how you can tell these types of stories and like all those all these games that are out now that have like these conversations like as you're walking around the world like with god of war and uh, uncharted even though uncharted's the same um what's it called the same developer with naughty dog like the last of us is like it's just the pinnacle of storytelling in my opinion for video games it's like you that is my number one all-time favorite game aside from assassin's creed 2 wow really yes that's a strong endorsement that is like well because they did everything so right in that game like they had a multiplayer aspect of the game i don't know if you play the multiplayer i have yeah no it was really good it's it's that survival mentality of, hey, you're starting the game. Uh, you have four bullets in your revolver, and like you have to be survive. Yeah, you have to survive. You have to craft. You have to like you know run up to people. You have to make smart decisions. You have to play as a team. Like you can't just run around and like try to shoot people because you'll quickly fail. Because <laughs> you know, it's just there's so much about that quickly. game that was just. Um, yeah, there's just so much about just that like game I did kind of, the very first couple times I got into. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, oh, oh, yeah. There's something there. Boom, 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 boom. Wait a minute, what? That's click, it? click, what? What? Yeah. Where, Michael? Where do I get more ammo? Shouldn't use them all up, you idiot. Like, uh, respawn, die, try again. But it's just, um, I don't know. That, that game is such a staple for me in my video game life, and uh, it actually kind of makes me want to like boot it back up to play it again. But so yeah, I'm very excited too, right? Like it's uh, four, 14 bucks and it's on one of playstation's greatest hits so you can get it for under 20 or 20 or under but they constantly have sales on it all the time but i'm very excited for the last of us 2 i am giving myself a blackout so i'm not 
outside of just hearing that the it was officially announced, I'm not watching any gameplay. I'm not watching any trailers. I'm not getting myself psyched up for it. I just want to. I just pre-ordered it. You I want it to arrive, experience. and I just want to fucking play it. Exactly. Okay. Well, note to self: don't uh, don't throw any. Uh, you can if you want, but I'm not going to actively. I'm going to actively go and play. It. I'm not going to go actively like seek stuff out. Like we're going to talk about it. We'll probably like when the game comes out. We're definitely going to talk about it. But I'm not going to go and. It's kind of like you know, with all like the Star Wars movies. I don't want like outside of like if I'm at a movie theater and I see the trailer for it. Great. I'm not going to go and seek it out because I don't want to psych myself up for it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I just want to experience the movie as it is. I don't want to be waiting for moments that I know are coming or anything like that. I just want to like enjoy it as is. And I, I and especially in our world of instant gratification with everything, I like, kind of like that surprise and those moments of like oh my god like this is how it is until like i get super frustrated with multiplayer it's like how the fuck do i play this game and then i have to go and look <laughs> it up but i'm very excited for the last of us 2 and uh i just i just cannot wait man i'm so stoked i'm like almost i mean it's september it's like almost october so we still you know what i hate about this dude so. they gotta they gotta do things like be like oh this game that you are so excited to play it comes out february 21st god like I gotta wait till then. Yeah, I gotta wait five months to play this game. Oh Why? man! Why? What if? What if? What if the world ends on February twentieth? Oh yeah, it's <laughs> just like what? Yeah, that would. Oh man, that would be no bueno. What if I get hit by? Sorry, a that was very grim, but I just that was yeah. So that's yeah, just. Okay. <laughs> but I'm I'm very excited for it. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to like not watch any trailers or anything like that. Even though I saw like the announcement trailer that they had, I was like, "Oh, what is this? Oh, gotta turn it off." But it's um, it looks it looks dark, it looks grim, it looks very, man. It just it just looks so goddamn good, and I'm very excited for to see what Ellie does in her in her world now that she's grown up and she's been a part of this world, and that now that she's kind of like a not necessarily a famous person, but like now that she had that that um, you know, people know who she is, so. And that yeah, she's yeah, one of the only you're, people you're who fanboying over this, man, dude. Uh, hard. You better, you fan. better, you better live stream it, dude. Because people like you that are like super passionate about games, those are the people that I like to watch play a game. Because I can't stand these like 10k andies where they got like, you know, they they play a game just because it's what's popular and they don't really care about the game. But then there's people like you that are like, I fucking love this game. Like that's yeah. those are the kind of people I like to watch personally. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, I mean, I definitely am gonna stream the shit out of it, and I'm very very excited for it and uh yeah so it comes out february 21st mark uh, your calendars people i will i'm almost actually uh i'm, I'm gonna look at my calendar I'm, I'm my boss doesn't listen to this so it's okay i actually might take <laughs> off that weekend like i might like it'll like i'll i'll work that friday and then i might take <laughs> i got yeah, a I'm little uh, good. <clears throat> got a little cough coming on boss sorry yeah, I don't want. I don't want to get the actors and actresses sick. You know, I think I might have strep. I might need like two, three days off. Yeah, exactly. I might need the weekend plus uh, plus a day. So, but plus yeah, man, <laughs> or two, three days, man, three days. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a long weekend. You know, you get a lot worth, of time out of that. Worthwhile, hundred percent. So. Your wife won't hate you too much for holding in your gaming no, room. And- as, lo- as long as I, as long as I clean up after myself, as long as I do my chores around the house, she's fine. That's, an, <laughs> your that's important. Chores. It's important to have those. You got to have boundaries, right? Yeah, boundaries, and you got to have, like, you know, you got to be responsible. That's the Absolutely. thing about gaming at, at an older age. Like, you got to be responsible. You do everything yourself, do your workout, do your, you know, everything that you need to do, and then sit down and play 
because uh, if you don't, then everything else piles up and you get stressed out and everything else you know, it just doesn't work. So, mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, anything else coming out that you are also looking forward to? Anything else you want to talk about game-wise? Yeah, I feel like I've talked my head off. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, we still, I still need to level up more World of Warcraft Classic. It's funny that you and I, I are both on the same server in, that unintentionally. Is, that is. I, so. I, you know, I'm going to throw this out there. You know why, do you know why I like Bigglesworth so much? Is it because of uh, Austin Powers? Well, no, but that, that 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 was part of it. I mean, to me, it was like a cheeky name, but like there are, there is a very large community of individuals that partake in uh, certain uh, smokable green. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of potheads on the server, and sure. it's it, the thing that cracks me up is that <clears throat> they're all like the same age as I don't, I don't know. I think you're in the same age group as me, but um. Yeah. I'm 34 and it's like, it's like reconvening with a lot of people from my childhood or just like connecting with people that like are on the same wavelength as me. I don't know, dude, I just have made so many friends on that game already. (laughs) And I I never had that experience playing laugh. Very, the very first time I played world of Warcraft, it was like a solo ass adventure, man. Like I did everything on my own, but in this game, it's like, there's people everywhere and there are just people always trying to help out. I, love killing the alliance i live for it dude <laughs> like i i i really i really do i i'm i'm in a couple of facebook groups and on a daily basis i anybody that posts anything about the alliance i make sure to let them know that i think anybody that plays the alliance is scum in real life and um jo- right. jokingly 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 i mean just but not really no not really but um <laughs> i don't know i love it dude it's it has rekindled uh a very uh uh, I love that game. World of Warcraft is a very special game, man. And it's a great experience because it's just already weeded out a lot of the, the casuals and the people that don't really want to play it. And mm-hmm. now you're left with, you know, a very large community of people that just love World of Warcraft for what it is and not this, you know, over glorified, I can get, you know, from one to 125 in a matter of minutes and go and do the dungeon finder and I can get all the purple gear and, you know, the first day that I make my character. And that's just not what World of Warcraft was when I got it in 2004. So um, that's, that's a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking forward to diving back into it. I think I'm like level nine or 10, something like that at this point. So it's just, it's just funny to grind, see, man. dude, it's such ground. I finally it's just added some add-ons just because I was like, you know, what? I'm going to play this game classic. I'm not going to add any add-ons. And then I got to like level six, like where the fuck do I go for quests? Like where, where's the, where's the little like map? Thing? Where's the like, exclamation oh mark? Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. I, I got to <laughs> add some add-ons, added questing. Good to go. Yeah. So. That's, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Like some people, they, there's like a big debate. Uh, people say that they're not truly playing classic if they use add-ons, but man, in my opinion, like get over yourself. That's what I say to people like that. I mean, yeah, the I, mean, there was, I mean, they can play that way, but like, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's just the classic rules. That's all it is. It's not like it's, you know, they're not, it's not all, all the other stuff. I'm just curious to see. Uh, so I'm playing an orc rogue. Yeah, like like how I played the game when I first played it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go May spec because of uh, you Ooh. know stun, stun lock for the win was that yes. that was the big thing that people forgot about. I don't know if that's still good, but like at least back in the day, that's how I used to do things, and uh, I used to wreck people that way. And I guess people. So can I give you a quick? Can I give you a quick World of Warcraft story for you, real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. So my my two friends and I, which actually were were 
it's I'm playing a holy priest. We're level 48. Uh, my other friend plays a mage, and the other guy's a warrior tank, right? Well, he's fury or whatever, or arms. So three of us were leveling in Tanaris last Sunday, and we see we basically just like got bored, and we just rode around on our mounts and just killed a lot of allies for like probably two hours straight. And soon enough, like we get this call in all chat. It's like, hey, there's seven allies over in this pirate area. So we're like, oh, on the way. So we ride out to the pirate camp. We kill all of the allies. Like, I mean, do we kill them all? Probably because I mean, they. I don't. I don't know what it is, man. They just like can't take us down. I don't know if it's because we we have a perfect trio where like I can heal. We have CC. We got a Fury Warrior. So like, we just mow people down. So within like an hour of just slaying allies and doing quests out here, we notice a level sixty rolling up on us, and we're like, oh shit, you know, like here it comes, dude. We destroyed this guy, and like all we can think about. Is this dude sitting there? Like he probably got the call in the in the all chat. Like, oh, these these hordies are camping us. No, 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 He's like, oh, I got this, kids. You know, sit back. Comes out there, gets trashed, dude. I love World of Warcraft for that reason alone, man. Like, <laughs> it's just something about it. It's something satisfying about some little shithead coming out there trying to save save his boys' lives, and we're just like, no, nah. I don't know. It's just God, I can't wait for Phase Three to come out because. That's when they're going to do the battlegrounds. And oh man, yeah, I can't. I, I don't, dude. I gotta be honest with you, Vash. I was so excited to go to Molten Core and Blackwing Lair and all that shit. I don't even care about it anymore. I just want to do the battlegrounds. I want to do some ten versus ten, capture the flag. I can't wait. I can't. Yeah. wait. it's gonna be so much fun. I I can't do the the Molten Core because I just I had I spent way too many like hours and days and doing yeah, uh, all those raids man i just like and i i was i loved when i played the game i played arena and i played battlegrounds is what yeah. i played so I, i'm yeah. with you that's why i'm going may spec so with my yeah it was like you can just uh with a the may spec rogue man like you have like full evasion when you pop your evasion thing like people can't touch you and you can you just like have a chance to stun on basic attack man i was just wrecking people oh and you man, still will yeah i'm looking forward will. to it so, you, you hit me up we'll roll around priest priest rogue baby They'll come Maybe. at me thinking like, oh, look at this priest just chilling by himself. Oh, wait, what's this? I'm getting stunlocked by a rogue with maces? What do I do? And I'm over there just like, oh, smite, back to- smite, smite, <laughs> die, bitch. <laughs> uh, that'll be a good time. So. <laughs> I love I'm looking it. forward to it. I just got to get more time into it. I, I have probably I try to log like maybe an hour. You know, I try to use up my rest XP every yeah. time I log on. And then I just go rest up again and good to but go. But you know, that's the great thing about Classic, homie, is that like there's no rush <laughs> There is zero rush to get to 60 yeah. because once you're there, you're there. They're not going to with this server. Like they have made zero commentary about, uh, you know, I, they got this idea from EverQuest. Have you ever played EverQuest before? Oh yeah. I played okay. EverQuest and Dark Age Camelot. So I was a, I was a huge EQ player back in the day. It's part of the reason why I flunked out of college when I was 19. Um, I rated way too much. Okay. So then like flash forward, I would say like, I was like having a midlife crisis. I quit my job as a chef. I was waiting to go to, programming school and they rolled out with a progression server i read about it and i'm like what is this oh you can start out in vanilla everquest and every three months they release an expansion oh my god yeah i fell in love with it because like it got to like relive these like uh expansions that i never got to experience because i came in and during planes of power which was like three or four years into the game and it kind of changed it big time so with this I'm really hoping that they eventually open their eyes to seeing how successful this is and eventually roll it out like that. But for now, like I don't see them doing that. And even if they do, they're going to have to do it as like a completely different server on its own. Cause people are going to be like, I didn't sign up for this, you know? And, yeah. um, uh, yeah, I mean, 
it's classic you got time yeah yeah plenty of time i'm not going anywhere i'm i'm stuck on the show for the next six months so i have plenty of time just to chill and play and do whatever so it'll be a good time so or six and a half months i should say wow that's kind (laughs) of crazy to think about anyway you can catch fbi on cbs at 9 9 p.m on tuesdays oh oh it's actually not a bad show man my dad really likes it it's literally all of my uh my uncle texted me my mom texted me my dad was like i really like the show i'm like great awesome I'm in the middle of filming it right now. I have to go. Bye. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it goes. But anyway, Chef, thanks so much for coming and filling in for Dom this week. Yeah, uh, you thanks can, for having me, man. You can catch uh, Chef streaming uh, Saturday mornings at uh, twitch.tv slash Chef Crondo. There'll be a link in the description below. And you stream Marvel Strike Force uh, on the regular for the most part, right? You don't do any other streaming? or Yeah, but um, I'm recently uh, kind of bad week. I had a falling out with uh, my my uh one of my co-hosts i guess you could say so um we yeah i i'm still planning on doing it but i actually really want to get into streaming more other of other games you know like i want to get into doing more dark souls seems like skill oriented games because i think people like watching me get pissed off and destroyed yeah yeah yeah, yeah, they really do like i I lost like one hundred eighty thousand souls the other day and i had a breakdown and people were just like rolling laughing at me because you find that you find that need to just go with it man that's what if that's your thing that's your thing (sighs) fucking go with it i you know i might have a heart attack by the time i'm 40 i might have a heart attack in the next years but if it's if people are entertained then it was worth it it's 100 worth it so anyway you can catch uh, that's twitch.tv slash chef crondo we'll put the link in the description below yeah Uh, you can check us out uh our you know i totally didn't even do our socials at the beginning don normally catches me for that but you know you can find us on instagram at og.podcast our twitter is overachievers p our website being overachiever.com where you can get this episode and every other episode and plus you can hear us talk about marvel strike force if you want to we try to like not really talk about it in our main program because we do the msf insider because that's where we go to bitch and complain about the game that we're playing all the time so much shit happened recently i can't wait to talk about that that next week uh and yeah man thanks so much and you can uh i don't know where else where i'm going with that it's the end of the show bye Yo, by the no. way, I meant, I meant to tell you. Remember how we were talking about Resident Evil 2? Yeah. Right there. Nice. OG, man. <laughs> yeah, I've got like, I actually have like my whole, I went and got my whole collection from my parents' house the other day. Like I've nice. got like all, dude, I got them all over here. I don't know. I wish I had like a better, I had like a better way to display them behind me, but yeah. yeah all, all my stuff is, I don't know if I can actually show it on my screen, but all my stuff's like right back here. So. Yeah. You've got the, you've got the, like the setup that I'm, I'm looking to get someday. Let's so see. yeah, that's legit. Oh God. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. With the lint roller too. Got it. With, with the lint saying. roller. Yeah. Oh, well, you got like the, some... you got the, you got the drums back there for the, for the rock band. Yep. <laughs> got to. word. Word. That's great, man. I appreciate you bringing me on. Of course, dude. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Uh, hopefully, well, you know, maybe in the future, if myself or Dami can't make one, we'll definitely have you back on if you want. We just love talking about gaming and shit, so that's the whole point. Yeah, man. Of, anytime, um, anytime you want me around, man, you hit me up. Word. I don't do shit on the weekends. I mean, I'm not. 
Yeah, I really don't. I mean, I'm, I just started a private chef business and most of my work is during the weekdays. So oh, getting back, getting back into it, huh? I had, dude, I had some offers that I just, uh, you know, I've been trying to get into web development for two years. Nothing works out. Everybody tells me I'm too much of a brash individual for tech. And it's kind of true. Like I kind of talk, I kind of like just don't have a filter when people want to like be like, Hey, we want to sit down and have a meeting to talk about this. And I'm like, just fucking say it, dude. Why we got to have a meeting, you know, cause it's chef shit, you know? Yeah. So I had all these people offer for me to do these like really expensive parties and I'm like, I like money. So yeah. Helps uh, feed the Marvel strike force goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my alliance fell apart this week i didn't want to talk about yeah. it on there but yeah, yeah. It, a few other people's alliances fell apart we're actually yeah. facing an alliance that had fallen apart in war right now uh it's literally they had not taken a single attack damn yeah we i i i slept in last sunday i i have sleeping problems and i just randomly slept in and i was about to miss u6 by like 10 minutes and people like flipped out and i was like listen guys like i don't fucking care like it's u6 like shut the fuck up you know and yeah people were not happy and they're like fuck this i'm gonna go somewhere where the leader like you know cares about the game and i'm like dude if you're gonna get mad at me it's 9 30 on a sunday morning if you're gonna get mad at me for sleeping at 9 30 on sunday you know fuck you like come on dude <laughs> really <Christ>. like <laughs> yeah so anyways uh fun <laughs> yeah i know right like we're adults man like you're really gonna get mad at me about that like so many more things to get mad about people about 